Hello, and welcome to our TDT Connect, Design, Learn podcast mini-sodes. We are taking time to talk to people all over our district to share stories and connect during this strange and challenging time. My name is Megan Buchanan. I'm a technology design coach. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about virtual prom. So let's figure out who's here with us today. Um, the first connection I had to this work was Lori Beeman. She's another TDC and she works with LBJ and Lhasa. So I'm going to start with her and then we will hear from our friends in the room. Hi everyone. So my name is Lori Beeman and um, I'm here to help share this really exciting work. Um, I am the technology design coach for LBJ and Lhasa, like Megan said. Uh, I'm Nick Dallas from LBJ High School. Uh, I'm also a student council sponsor, and that's all I got. I'm Ari. I'm a senior at Lhasa High School, and I was a student DJ for virtual prom, and I was also voted senior Senior what? I was a prom king. Sweet. Hey, everyone. Um, my name is Ethan Liu, and I'm the class of 2022 student representative at Lhasa for student council. I'm uh, Mr. Brancaccio. I teach film and video at uh, LBJ High School, and uh, I also do the DJ um, for the prom. I have the DJ club, so. Hi, my name is Karen Reyes, and I um, am a junior, and I was um, in charge of helping Brancaccio with the Latin room, and I was part of the student council at LBJ, and still am as a historian. Hi, I'm MJ Driscoll, or Miss Mad, as the kids call me at school. I am the uh, theater director for both LBJ and LASA, and I also serve as the LASA Student Council sponsor um, and helped sort of oversee as the students planned virtual prom. Hi, I'm Ella Thompson. Um, I'm a senior at LASA, and I was the prom queen this year. Awesome. This is great to meet you all. Um, before we talk in, talk, jump into our talk about prom, um, because this is such a strange time, I want to check in a little bit. So I want to do a quick round where we go around and share two things. So in the spirit of prom, the first thing I want to know is what song or album has helped you the most during this pandemic? And then the second thing is what will be your favorite prom night dinner? So the song or album that's helped you most right now and then your favorite prom night dinner. And we'll start with Miss um, Beeman and go down that list again. Man, why did I gotta be first? Okay, um, so the, such a challenging question. Can we, I don't wanna go first. I'm really pass, pass for right now. Come back to me at the end. That sounds good. All right, Mr. Dallas. All right, um, for the album, I've listened to the Hamilton soundtrack a lot while uh, working on my computer, sitting in the house, um, and as far as food, my favorite food in general is a, is a good hamburger, so that's what I'm going with. All right, how about you, Ari? Well, I think an album that I've been listening to a lot um, while I've been at home is the Trinity Session by a band called the Cowboy Junkies. It's a bunch of covers of like classic folk songs recorded in this one church around a single microphone. And I just think it's super inspirational to listen to. 
Um, and in terms of what I'd like to eat before prom, if I had gotten to go to a real prom, I would have loved some uh, handmade pasta. Nice. How about you, Ethan? Um, I really enjoyed listening to uh, Danny Brown's album, You Know What I'm Saying, uh, during quarantine. And um, I think uh, I'm craving sushi right now. So, yeah. Mr. Brancaccio. Oh, I've been listening to a lot of Lizzo these days. And uh, also, I've been uh, making pizza. So I think I would have pizza on the uh, for my prom evening. Hopefully not get it all over myself. <laughs> what do you think, Karen? Um, I don't have a favorite album, but I made like my own little TikTok album of like, I found the original songs that have been used. So I've been listening to that. And then just My God Country, it's like my number one song that I listen to. And then Dinner Before Prom, I don't have a specific food I like. I just eat anything that comes to me except sushi. <laughs> all right and miss mad um i definitely for quarantine um i jump around a lot with music but i've definitely been uh john legend's been dropping new songs from his album all through quarantine and that's been really important to me it started like the first week in quarantine he dropped a song called actions that's just mind-blowing so um that's i've been following that a lot from his quarantine um podcast or live casts um, and then uh, there's only one perfect food and it's perfect for every occasion and that's tacos of any variety. I have to agree. How about you, Ella? Um, I know that I'm not the only one that's going to say this, but I've been listening to Ribs by Lord a lot. Um, these past several weeks, um, the vibes are just impeccable. And I think it's sort of rising to the occasion. It's like the, the song of the generation for quarantine. Um, for food, I got to say last year, my friends and I before prom ordered Eastside Pies, um, and that was really good. So pizza is always an excellent choice. Yeah, you guys are making me hungry. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Brandy Carlisle, and I think the food, I'm going to have to agree with Ethan on this one. I would choose sushi. Uh, Lori, do you have something you want to share now? Yes, thank you. Thank you all for your patience. I've looked on my Spotify to see what I've been listening to. Um, so it's been a lot of like old school music, um, Otis Redding and Sam Cooke. And so I feel like I've been like kind of in that bring it on home, kind of like some good, good grounding music. And I am with Ari that I am an Italian lover and anytime that I can use an excuse to get my husband to take me to Italian, which he does not like. Um, I will leverage that. So if we were to do it again, he probably would not go to prom to me with me, but um, Italian it would be. Awesome. Okay, so there are so many aspects of having a virtual prom that I'm sure people are interested in hearing about. Uh, so we're just going to jump right in. First of all, how did this idea come to be? And I think I'm going to hand this off to MJ or Miss Mad to share who, who came up with this idea or how did the idea switch from having a prom that you were probably already planning for at a location to this virtual iteration? So I think it was actually kind of unique. Um, this has happened many times over the years that Dallas and I have been co-sponsoring the two school student councils, but the two schools kind of came up with the idea at the exact same time and then started talking to each other. 
Um, the loss of student council uh, from the minute that we weren't going back started their weekly meetings back during the weeks. And the first thing on the agenda was what are our contingencies for prom? So um, they split into committees that were, if we go back last minute, how do we keep going with prom? If we don't go back and we need to do a summer prom. And then the third was if we have to go all virtual because something's better than nothing. Um, and so they had started that. And at the same time, Mr. Bailey, the LBJ principal, um, had gone to the student council and said, I really want to create something unique and memorable for the kids, um, especially if we don't get to go back. So let's start thinking about a virtual prom, which they began doing as well. And then Dallas and I touched base and I guess like maybe the first week back and we're like, hey, some things we need to talk about. And we both had, oh, our councils are doing this. So it was a unique experience of both doing the idea at the same time, which has happened to us often, but this was really kind of a little spooky. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, all right, so for the logistics of this, uh, I'm sure people are curious, like how do you have a prom on a Zoom? Uh, so we'd love to hear an overview of like the planning, some of the processes you had and how to organize this event. I'm gonna hand this one off to Mr. Dellis. So we decided early on that we didn't just want to do Instagram Live or Facebook Live or um, YouTube Live because the kids wouldn't be able to see each other. They'd only see the DJ and that would be it. So we decided we had to do something where they could see each other. So that's where we decided we were going to use Zoom. And then I learned everything you can know about Zoom over the next two weeks uh, and what you can and cannot do in Zoom. Uh, for the logistics, we decided also that the number one complaint every year is that students want to listen to their music the whole night. So we, that's where we came up with the idea of using breakout rooms to have student DJs. So the student, if the student wanted to listen to hip hop or rap or uh, indie or whatever they wanted to listen to the whole night, they could go to that room and sit in there the whole night. Um, the one logistical problem with that is only one person has control over breakout rooms which meant one person had to sit there the entire night and put people in the rooms, which is not the easiest thing to do in the world. And that uh, person was you? That person was me. Uh, <laughs> that's the one thing, if I could talk to the Zoom CEO, can you just make a little, a little button in there to make it so that everybody can move between breakout rooms freely? That would solve a lot of problems, uh, but they don't have that ability just yet. But overall, logistically, we had chaperones in every room. We had um, uh, a waiting room, so the kids had to go in the waiting room, read the rules and everything before going in. We also had uh, celebrity shout out videos we showed every 15 minutes. And then uh, we also gave out gift cards and things um, throughout the, the night that we still have to go deliver, but we're delivering them today, so. Oh, they're, so they're getting their prizes today? Today or tomorrow? We'll Whenever we can get them delivered. That's yeah. great. Um, and I saw some by the end of this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put the pressure on. I just think that's really cool that that happened so fast. And uh, I saw the video, like recap video, that we'll make sure we link in the post in our blog post so that people can see that. There's tons of cameos. It's pretty incredible. Um, Ari, can you share the student side of that organizing and planning experience? Yeah. Um, so I think there were definitely a lot of meetings um, that had to happen to make this this really come to life, um, where as, as one of the student DJs, I had to go 
and, um, you know, learn all the guidelines for what the breakout rooms were going to be like and, you know, how, how are people going to be moving around and what's it going to be like. Um, and there were some pretty nice guidelines that were set up. Um, so while students were in breakout rooms, um, they weren't supposed to talk, just that we could preserve some of like the sound quality of the music. But then of course, in each breakout room, those rules were, you know, morphed and a little lenient so people could, you know, shout things out when they wanted to. But like having everyone be silent so everyone could hear the music was really good. Um, in, in my breakout room, um, where I was playing, you know, loosely indie music, um, I think it was really cool um, because like as a group of students in my breakout room, we formed like our own little culture that was different than prom as an events culture. Um, and it was it was really like heartwarming to get to see like everyone's faces on a little screen and say like, hey, we're all here. We're all listening to the same music in our bedrooms at the same time. Um, and I think having breakout rooms made it less overwhelming because there were so many people on the Zoom call um, that having having all the different rooms with the different genres meant that you could still like bond with people and have a more personal experience. Wow, that's really cool. Um, and that brings me to our next question, which is I'm just really excited to hear what this was like for the students. And you shared some of that. Um, but I'm wondering, like, did people dress up? Were people comfortable dancing in their, in their Zoom video? And uh, like, if there was a most popular kind of music everybody wanted in that breakout room? What kind of feedback have you heard from students or, or the students that we have here with us today? I want to make sure you each get a chance to share. Like, what was your experience like? And I'm going to, I'm going to start this with Ethan. Well, um, yeah, I'd say a lot of people were dancing. Um, I, yeah, a lot of, some people dressed up, some people didn't. Um, and I think that's, that's what's really great about virtual fun is that you can do whatever you're, you're most comfortable with and still have a great time, a fun time um bonding with your with your friends and with your classmates and um over the night i'd say that ari's dj room definitely got the most um students in um it was pretty surprising actually um maybe lbj and lots of students just like indie music so i thought that was cool yeah what did you what did you think karen how was your experience so I was um, assigned to the Latin room. We really didn't have any movement besides the teachers coming in and out. I saw that there was a lot of people in the main room because I kept on going in and out to leave and see like, is anybody gonna come back once I leave? And there wasn't really much interaction within that area. But um, I did get feedback, like some of my friends were texting me. And of course I have many senior friends because a lot of people tend to think I'm a senior. I'm like, no. but. I heard back they were very um, sad because they're like, it's not the same experience as a physical prom. And I said, we can't do anything about that because we're going through a crisis right now. And there's no way we can just like go through it. So I was like, this is what you'll have to do with for now. And this will be your forever prom. And at least you make the best memories out of it and what you can. Oh, that's such a great perspective. And also, yeah, I get it. That sounds, this is such a weird way to be a senior, right? Uh, how about you, Ella? What do you think? Um, so for me, um, like when everything sort of like fell apart and everything's like everything like devolved into chaos, um, I hadn't put a ton of thought into prom because, um, you know, there's like so much going on. And I was like, the, like the first thing on my mind was like, wow, like what if I never see a lot of people again? Um, and so then, like, as things sort of started to get more normal, um, and I started hearing about virtual prom, 
I was like, oh, that's like, that's a fun, like, I didn't think there was going to be anything, you know, so like, even having something at all is nice. And I tend to be pretty good at rolling with the punches. Um, so I like, I had a prom last year as a junior, you know, so I got to go to a real prom. Um, and so I didn't feel like I was missing out a ton. Um, so just like being able to, to have something to go to was, um, was still really nice for me. So I don't feel like I was super like, a lot of people are like, oh, I feel like this is so unfair. I feel like really cheated, but I feel just like, like happy that something got to happen. Um, the one thing that would have been nice is, um, I was excited when, when me and royalty, because friends would have been fine to be able to go in, but, um, that's not where the world is at right now. And I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> what was it like being prom queen? How was that? Because I've seen where people like campaign to be prom queen. And so that's sort of a different, a different approach too, right? What, what was that like? Did you get paraded through all of the breakout rooms? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not. I think at that point in the night, um, the, the, the workload of switching people between breakout rooms was a lot. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't really adding to that. Um, but it was fun. I had a little um, tiara in my room that was left over for my birthday that I still had in there. So I was like, okay, I'll go put that on, um, celebrate a little bit. Um, that was, it was exciting. It was fun. Um, I think it definitely would have been fun to like be the prom queen at like a, a physical prom. That would have been like exciting. But also who knows, I might not have even won if I was, if circumstances were different, you know, you never know how the butterfly effect rolls. So um, it, was, it was a lot of fun the way it was. I think. Well, congratulations. Um, Ari, Thank you. Oh, sorry, MJ, yes? I also would just like to point out that Ella and Ari get to be the, the one and the only prom royalty um, for virtual proms. So I think that makes it kind of unique. They've got a story to tell their grandkids for sure. Yeah, and they're going to get something in the mail. It's not great, but they're getting a prize as well. So, so maybe I misunderstood. Ari, you were the king also? Oh, cool. Oh, we have all royalty in this in this Zoom right now. That's great. So Ari, what was your experience? Technically, there's also two other or three others from LBJ. There, it's a there's double royalty. Wow, that's heavy. There's, there's the work morning for here. Yeah. yeah, LBJ royalty, and then there was also I. Uh, I actually tied for prom king um, with a classmate of mine named Lucas Stockton. Um, so shout out Lucas. Um, we're co prom kings. It takes a team, anyway. Um, Ari, how did you balance being like the prom king and also being a DJ and setting up this great culture in your in your room? That sounds like a lot. Yeah, well, um, that's that's a good question. It was a lot to balance. I don't really think it was planned, um, you know, with having a DJ also win royalty in mind. Um, but we made it work. Um, so, in I guess just talking about some of the culture of my room. Um, I tried to make it pretty lenient where like I wanted people to be able to talk if they had something to say. Um, I tried to say hi to people when they showed up, if I knew them, um, you know, just, just to make like it a friendly atmosphere. Um, and, and I think that that helped a lot where people would come in and I would say hi to them and they'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm recognized, like someone's happy I'm here. Um, in terms of music, I played a lot of really weird music that I don't think a lot of people listen to. Um, so I, I played some uh, Mamas and the Papas, I played some Beatles. I played some The Police, and then I played a bunch of new music, like Tame Impala. I played some Spooky on Stevens, um, but just a lot of weird music that you wouldn't think people would like at prom. Um, but because everyone was in their bedroom at home, it actually, it actually worked. 
um, because you're you're not on like a crowded dance floor. Um, so I could I could play some uh, some really interesting music, and I think that was really nice because people didn't want to hear whatever like the top of the charts rap songs while they're in their bedrooms at home. They want something a little different. So I tried to give them something a little different, and I think it worked out really well. Sound like a very responsive DJ. You have a strong career possibilities here. Um, I'm curious if there are any like funny stories of prom dancing in my room accidents where I knocked over a lamp or did, did any funny stories come out about <laughs> the, the home prom? Can I say something about that? Of course. <laughs> Mr. Bailey, like my little sister was in the room at one point and Mr. Bailey posted my name because he was like, you need to dance. So like I got spotlighted and I was like shy to dance because like I'm like with my family, I'm the one that starts dancing for any event. Last year, I was forced to dance for Mother's Day because I danced Ballet Folklorico and they made me dance with the mariachi. But there, I was like, I'm in my room. I shouldn't be shy, but I still got shy. And it, it never happens that I get shy to dance, which felt weird for me because I was like, I got spotlighted. I did not want to because I felt weird. And I was like, I should have just done it. It's nothing wrong with it. But I was just like, I got shy right then and there. So then you were you were on the big screen, like the jumbotron of the prom. Yeah. Wow, that's intense. Yeah. Way to way to go. Um, and I want to make sure we get the names of the the rest of the royalty too. I think I kind of skipped over that. So, uh, Mr. Dallas, can you shout out the the LBJ king and queen or kings and queens? Uh, king from LBJ was Jordi Viatoro. He's also the student council uh, vice president, and then the queen was Khadija. Turner, uh, but Jordy was going to be here this morning, but he had to work. So okay, all the royalty. Um, awesome. So that sounds that sounds like a really cool thing for students to experience. Uh, and I know I've been a chaperone for for school dances in a prom before, and that can be kind of stressful. I know on the adult side, you're like watching all the nooks and crannies and guarding the entrance and exit and all of that stuff. So. I'm wondering how, how this experience was different or what it was like for the adults. I know it sounds like Mr. Dallas was really busy managing breakout rooms and we had you know, different roles and responsibilities. Uh, Mr. Brancaccio, what, what, was it, what was it like as an adult in this experience helping, helping provide this for your students? Well, I, I noticed that like the best chaperones are the teachers who like brought it to the, like they wore, um, their, their prom outfits, they were dancing. And so they, they were really uh, pumping up the crowd. So I think, and they were like not, you know, teachers are not shy um, at all. So uh, I thought that was, um, I think that really made it, um, that, that's like, that's a new role for a chaperone is to be like the crowd hype. And, and uh, if, you could, if you watch the video, you can see a lot of teachers are really, uh, you know, they have lights behind them. And I think that's kind of the best way to do it because that's that's um, probably a, a, a you know a good role for them. So yeah, I did, I did. I loved seeing that in that video. Everybody's just like rocking out, and I think it was Journey song or something. Somebody was really going all out with that one. Um, that, that that's Dallas's favorite song. Don't stop believing. It's a classic. We, Especially we right have, now, that's a good one. Actually, we have. Uh, Every year that MJ and I have done homecoming and prom, we always end with uh, Don't Stop Believing at the end of the, the dance. And then we tell them all to go home. 
Oh, that's cool. It's a great way to clear the dance floor of most of the kids. And then there's like a 10% of the kids and all the faculty dance one more song and then it ends. That sounds about right. Because <laughs> I was well, thinking I like, oh, I'd be out there. Oh, wait. I'm this like, one, the students didn't leave because at the end of that song, if you look at the, the video recording that I had, you can hear Fletcher tell everybody that, hey, we're going to sign off and everybody can go home. And then you can hear Mr. Bailey saying, nobody's leaving. We still have 80 people in here. Wow. Um, I know Miss. I knew Lori has to leave for another meeting. So if you have anything to share from your end of the experience before you head out, um, otherwise we'll, I didn't want to hang, make you late to your next thing. Um, no, I appreciate that. I mean, it's really cool to hear for me, like, I feel like Nick's first questions about like, what if, what would this look like? Like, I'm trying to explore this. Let's look at Zoom settings. And there's so many Zoom settings. Um, it's really daunting to try and figure out. And I was like, this sounds crazy. It sounds cool. But like, will kids show up? We'll think like, there's so many different questions embedded within that and navigating two campuses as well and two administrations and getting everyone on board. There's a lot of there's a lot of really cool special things about the LBJ LASA dynamic and possibilities that come together. And so it's really cool to see that in this in this instance and just hearing about it right now and the way that everyone's talking to it is really, really amazing. And so just kudos to everyone for pulling it off. And yeah, there's always things that you would iterate and do differently um, and learn and grow, but hopefully you won't have to. And we'll have, you know, the only virtual king and queen and co-kings and all the things um, <laughs> and that you can hold that title. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing your stories. It's really powerful to hear um, and it's really inspiring. Yeah, I love what you said about this as an example of two campuses that, or two schools that share a campus and, and are coming together to do something really special. And I think that's a great model for so many schools and so many um, groups in, in Austin in our district that are coexisting. And this is such a great way to bring people together. Um, so before we wrap this up, I wanted to do a quick, a couple of quick rounds. So the first one, and we'll just do kind of fill in the blank. Um, my advice to anyone wanting to host an event like this would be blank. And I'm going to start with Dallas. Uh, my advice for anybody that wants to do this is prepare, 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 because it took, as Ari said, a number of meetings, training chaperones, making sure everybody knew how Zoom worked. Uh, making sure the DJs are all set up. So it took a lot of preparation. It didn't just happen haphazardly. Ari, how about you? What's your advice? I think that um, the, the biggest success of the Zoom problem was, was having the breakout rooms so that we could have a more intimate experience. So I would say if anyone wants to host an event like this, make sure that there's not just one big room because it's overwhelming. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Ethan, how about you? What's, you, what's your advice? Um, uh, I would agree with Dallas. Like, you, it's, a, it's a lot of preparation that goes into that went into our virtual prom. Like, we had way more meetings. We had probably three meetings a week. And then the week before prom, we had a meeting every day. So it's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Brancaccio, what's your advice? I say that if you're going to do this, you have to make sure everybody's, uh, all the teachers are ready to dance. So that's, that's what, like, if they're going to, yeah, if, if they're going to come show up, they got to bring everything. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, Karen, pro tips from Karen. What's your advice? 
Um, for me is be aware that there will be a lot of preparation needed. And I myself learned that because I had to wake up earlier than expected. Sometimes some of the meetings were at nine, some were at 10 in the morning. And I was like, I don't want to get up so early because I'm usually getting up by 11 and then I start doing other stuff. But then I was like, okay, I have these meetings. They're important. I have to go do them if I'm going to help out with virtual prom. And that was one thing I learned is to wake up a little bit earlier, which was kind of hard. So some meetings I would have my camera off, trying not to fall asleep, which was kind of hard. Yeah. How about, how about you, Mr. School? What's your advice? Um, my advice would be twofold. One, do activities and extra stuff because this isn't, they can't enjoy themselves for that long. Um, so having the prize giveaways, the breakout rooms were invaluable. Um, having the celebrity shout outs kind of gave something for the kids to talk about and not get bored over the whole time of prom um, because they had options. So as many options as you can do, because we don't give prizes out of regular prom, but it really meant a different, and we did challenges for the prizes. So like it really worked out well. Um, and then my second would be from a chaperone perspective, make sure you're prepared and you have like water and you have a snack and you, cause you can't, you don't really have any downtime. You can't go walk away to use the restroom. You like, you kind of need to have everything in your little desk area um, so that you can just like reach and grab. Yeah, I don't think I would have thought of that. Um, when you're talking about challenges, and prizes what what's an example of one of the like extra activities you guys added in uh so we did so we asked people to donate gift cards and um so we got a very mixed bag of gift cards from teachers and admin um of gift cards they had handy and dallas and i drove all over town to get them from people's mailboxes and then we um during the week prior to prom we had a virtual spirit week and there was a theme every day and the, we've, the councils voted on the winners from each uh, day. Um, so it was like most spirited, best prom pets, so like dress up your dog as a prom date, um, virtual backgrounds. And so each of those people got a prize. And then at actual prom, me and one of the student council members, as I was chaperoning, we went around and we posted challenges, like the first person to send a photo of themselves to the Instagram that had a roll of toilet paper, a fork, uh, uh, like it was it was quarantine things um in the photo and then they would send that in and then we were like post you dancing with your first person to post dancing with their dog um and and so we just sort of did little challenges like that um we that that worked some of them worked some of them didn't and then each of those people who won um are getting a gift card in the mail as a prom prize winner um but like we had some trivia and then when we went and googled the trivia because we assumed everyone would google it there were some really sketchy things appeared on like the question where was the first prom um the first thing in google was the racist history of prom and so we were like okay we're not doing that trivia question um because we didn't we don't we weren't there to like we were trying to set a happy mood we weren't trying to do that so we replaced that with like a TikTok challenge of do the renegade dance which is a big TikTok um thing <laughs> And so it was send the renegade dance to our Instagram. And, and that's another thing we haven't talked about, but I don't want to spend time on it. But we also had council members running a Instagram live um, with the DJ and like posting stuff during that, which was kind of a great way to get, keep people engaged. Um, and then there was a secret Minecraft prom going on at the same time. Who was this a secret from? It wasn't student council sanctioned. It wasn't school sanctioned. 
but a bunch of the kids got together and made a prom venue. And so kids were going to both at the same time. Um, it just wasn't school sanctioned. Uh, so, but it was just a Minecraft prom, which I don't know a lot about. So That's I'm so just cool. a Minecraft prom. <laughs> got to get the right skin, right? For your Minecraft prom outfit. Um, all right, sorry for that tangent, but that was great information. Um, Ella, how about you? What would you, your advice be for other people having a prom like this? Um, I think that the most important thing would just be to manage your expectations. Um, like if you're going into this thinking like that it's going to be like a normal prom, it's not like just food and like see people in person. But for me in my bedroom, like having like my own experience, my own time, but I know that everyone there is listening to the same music as me at the same time. And we all have this like shared thing while also being apart. So that was like really just like a nice commonality, you know? Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, all right, one more quick round as we close. So this is just one word or phrase about your favorite part of virtual prom. What was the, the best part for you? And I'll go back to Mr. Della. When it was over, that was the, my best part. <laughs> then I had to stop putting people in rooms. Oh yeah, you rest your wrists. What about you, Ari? What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing about uh, virtual prom was just getting a chance to see everyone on my little screen yeah how about you ethan uh i saw someone dancing while eating talkies i thought that was pretty funny that sounds dangerous <laughs> uh mr brancaccio what was your favorite part just just uh watching everybody dance to don't stop believing that was that was awesome all right karen what about you my favorite part about virtual prom was just getting to see some of the people I hadn't seen in a while and just seeing how the students were having fun on both sides of the prom um, from LBJ and Lawson School. So they blended in and they had a good time and that was what I bet that happened. Yeah, that's just so cool. Um, or Miss Matt. One of the LBJ prize winners actually named Jada was um, at the end of the prom, she was dancing in her seat, playing a video game with her brother right next to her. And they were getting really into it while she was dancing at prom and waving at people. The multitasking was amazing. <laughs> That's cool. Ella, what was your favorite part? Um, it was nice to have an excuse to dress up again. Um, after weeks of being in jeans and a t-shirt, you know, it's good to, to have the excuse to get fancy. Yeah, I like that. Um, thank you all so much for sharing this experience. I think it's just, I can't say enough how cool it is that you were able to come together, especially as two different campuses and put on this event to bring everyone together. When I know, especially students and seniors, this is such a hard thing to be experiencing. It's so weird and isolating. Uh, and this event just seems like it was a really special thing and a, and a great way to bring everyone together. So um, with that, I think we're gonna wrap it up, but thank you again. LBJ Loss of Prom was a success. Thank you.